1: the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River.
0: And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our Taste Test episode, where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think.
1: And on this episode of the Taste Test, Siggy samples the movie Yellow Rose. So let's get right into it, Siggs. What did it taste like?
0: I had a hard time trying to think of an analogy, and I just thought of one literally maybe an hour or two before we, start, we got together. I'm thinking mm-hmm. Texas barbecue with a side of rice and a large glass of pineapple mm. juice. Refreshing. It's hearty. It's emblematic of the Texas state where this movie takes place. I loved it. The staple mm. of Texas food with the Filipino side. Not to be mistaken. It sounds, in. What do you think of that analogy? I was just gonna
1: ask you, it sounds saucy. Was it saucy or it was
0: filling? It doesn't want to take away from the fact that yes, there is like person, a Filipino at the center of the story, but it was a full meal that you could digest. And we're going to talk more about it. I thought it was very fulfilling for me. I wanted to choose something emblematic of Texas, mixed with a little bit of Filipino and refreshing with the pineapple juice. So we'll talk more as you keep on asking me questions.
1: Those flavors go well together. I can just think my (laughs) mouth is watering watering right right now. now. And, you know, I like this idea of filling, so I want to hear more about it as well as like being satiated. Like, it makes me ask you that our typical next yeah. question, was it worth the pop culture
0: calories? It definitely was. I didn't expect it to be full. I was like, OK, let's watch this like independent movie. I purchased it definitely to support this independent film that's getting some laws and it. I was pleasantly full and so full to the fact I can't get enough of it. And the soundtrack literally was playing. That's why I didn't answer my Skype call when you called me because I was so busy (laughs) listening to it. My wife's like, what are you listening to? I'm like, oh, this soundtrack to Yellow Rose. And I I texted my mom maybe an hour saying, hey, I watched this great movie. You have to see it. So it definitely was worth the calories. And as we progress along, I'll give you many reasons on why um, I, I was very, very, very pleased with it.
1: You gotta love films that keep you thinking at the end. I mean, like, there are some films that it's like, you watch, and it's like, it was fun, it was fluffy, and that's all it was. Mm -hmm. But then there's, it sounds like this is one of those films that kept you thinking, if not wanting more. It
0: does, and I haven't even fully talked about the film yet. Like, I'm just leading up. I want you to pick at me so I can
1: share some great tidbits. Let me pick at you. So what does it remind you in the pop culture buffet? Now,
0: you and I loved pop culture for a long time, and do you remember when the Sundance Film Festival came out where it was all about independent movies, right? So Miramax had like Pulp Fiction and then you had really ones that were very poignant like Boys Don't Cry. Yes, Indie movies strike that chord in me. Like there's something that debuts at Sundance or an indie film festival that resonates with you because it's something different. Now, an earlier episode, we talked about a movie on Netflix called Lingua Franca, which is an independent movie about someone undocumented but different. Yellow Rose tells another tale of someone who's undocumented lives in Texas, and her name is Rose, Ooh. is the, the title name, mm-hmm. who lives with her mom and who works in a hotel, and unfortunately, and this isn't a spoiler or whatever, her mom gets caught by a ice raid, and she flees. And what's so sad about mm. it is that Rose really follows her mother. She listens to her. She doesn't stray far from home, and she just wanted to go out and listen to country music. She loves country music, and she went with mm-hmm. a friend. They acted as if they were going to go to church, and he took her to this bar in Texas, in Austin. And during that same time, her mom gets captured by ice. So wow. she returns back, and the story goes on there. And like, how is she going to survive? How is she going to deal with it?
1: Those are really like that's really. Anyways, there's more. <laughs> I know. To, I want to ask you more. I want to ask. So tell us what you appreciated about it. It was a story.
0: We we talk about this so many times when this podcast just started, like in 2019. We want to see representation. We want to see re- reflection. This story happens to be about a Filipino that was undocumented, a Filipina Mm. or Filipinex. And this 17-year-old is trying to find that journey of like, oh, my God, it's a love story about her and her mom and how does she survive? And it's also one of those things. It's like a story of an undocumented, but it just happens to be this person in Texas through this lens of someone who's undocumented, a little bit more set in the background of like country music it's a story of a creative just trying to find her voice and there's like just subtle ways the filmmaker shares like these hallmarks of I don't want to say racism of, like, people's stereotypes and judgment. I don't Mm. think this is a spoiler, but I really want to talk about the night that Rose goes out with her friend to this bar to see country music. You hear a country music song on the jukebox or whatever playing in the loud, and this gentleman comes Mm. up to her, and she was, like, singing along with it. And he's like, hey, you know the songs about someone that, you know, he killed himself and stuff? And Rose looks at this gentleman whose name is Dale Weston, who actually is a country star and stars as himself (laughs) in this movie, and says— "Right." Oh, well, actually, it's about this guy who's drunk. And she sort of like renegs. like, well, it's sort of about this is my interpretation of the song. Then he looked at her. He goes, well, that's interesting because uh, coming from you. And she looks at him. Wow. And this is the best line in the movie. She goes, well, one of the best lines. She just says, well, country music fans come in all different shapes and sizes. <laughs> and I loved it. There was an embrace of like, and the best part is Dale Weston just sort of grins. And he's like, all right. Okay.
1: That's wonderful. You know, I can't wait trigger. to watch Oh, this movie I'm going with Michael. to be
0: like, this isn't a surprise. I'm actually going to get your email address and I'm going to send it to you. Like, I'm going to buy it for you on oh, Apple. Oh, that's so because sweet. Because I'll talk more about why you're going to listen to it, watch it, because I think it's something you and Michael should watch. So you're going to be getting this movie after we talk. I literally, I'm going to buy it oh, for you. Oh, I can't so, wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Wait. wait.
1: No, this totally sounds up my alley. I've, I'm already like, oh my God, I, I wish I didn't have to work too Yeah, tomorrow. And there's
0: that's some other things but. too. You know, sometimes you know that Rose has something to do, she's undocumented. Where is she going to live? What is she going to do? Yes. So first off, they decide that her mom has a sister who's played by Leah Salonga. Oh, my gosh. OK, so if you listen to our podcast, Leah Salonga is like a staple. She is from Miss Saigon. She's a Filipino like household name. She's broken barriers. Did she, she, she win a Tony Award? I'm sure like, she has. Nominated Drama Desk Award. Everything. She's a Disney princess through and through. So she is in basically a cameo in this movie as her aunt, the sister of like her mom who got brought in by ice and. What's great about it, the actress who plays Rose is Eva Noblezada. Noblezada? She is a Tony Mm -hmm. Award nominee for Hadestown. And she also played Kim in Miss Saigon in 2018 on Broadway.
1: Of course she did.
0: (laughs) And not only she followed up with the role as Eponine in Les Mis. You have Leia Salonga. (laughs) Sounds similar. Who originated the role of Kim, then played Eponine in Les Mis. And then you have Eva Noblezada doing the same thing.
1: Oh my gosh! Anyone that are fans of Leah Salonga, their their brains are probably exploding if they see this film. It is
0: beyond. There is the the Filipino song that's in the movie that's sung by not only Eva but sung by Leah Salonga to lullaby to her child is Dahil Sayo. Kuya. Wow. <laughs> Kuya. I'm dying. Oh my God. My friend Diana McManlock Carbay, if you're listening to this, I know you're dying as you, I'm saying this. The Hills I always
1: played, and like Leia Salonga sings it. Oh, my God. My brain is, like, just melting right now. I'm just like, I can't wait to watch this. This is just a snippet
0: of time. But, folks, Rose has this journey. What is she going to do? And how is she going to navigate this without being her mom and trying to establish herself? And where does she fit in the world right now? The Dale Weston character is an actual country singer, like a total badass. He croons. He's wonderful. And when we think of country music... People think of, like, you know, the nouveau country, right? Like Shania Twain and those yes. gorgeous women and men yes. that we played. This is bluesy country. Like, the soundtrack has Patsy Cline. It's it's wonderful. Oh, it's nice. earthy. It matches the tone of, like, Rose trying to navigate. What am I going to do? What am I here for? How will I survive? And Dale taps into that with her. And from there, I guess tries to boost her creatively. And I'm not going to spoil it from there because it's built oh on my that. Gosh.
1: So I, you're not spoiling. In fact, yeah. you're just enticing me. You're I'm just so, enticing me. So you know, to, you know. Before I move on to the next question, yeah. I did want to say to our listeners out there that don't know the song "Dahil Sayo." Oh, yes. it means because of you, and it is a classic, classic Filipino love song. You know, there's countless, countless, countless versions of it. Mm-hmm. I think people hear it, and it, it just, it is part of the ex- It is. As far as I'm concerned. We will put it in the show
0: notes for sure. And I mentioned to my mom, I'm like, oh, I'm listening to this version. And my mom's like, you know, we played it at your Filipino. (laughs) <laughs> Wedding. I'm like, oh my God, that's right, you did. And it was just, of it's course, just romantic. Yeah. And like, those who are Filipinax or any Filipina in you or have family members, when you listen to this music and the country music interspersed in this soundtrack for Yellow Rose, it just, there's a sense of tingling and feeling and familiarity. Like, I remember my mom talking about the song and singing it. And I remember my uncle Danny talking about, oh, it means because of you. And, you know, Amelda Marcus loves a song and it brought me back. It was just a trigger to be like, oh my God, this is, it's memories of of the philippines right and i'm not someone that has even been there it's just this aspect of the Philippines' heart. And the interpretation,
1: yeah. like the interpretation that you are talking about, like, I just can't wait to hear this version. So, oh my God. So would you sample this again?
0: Yes, I would. I'm going to watch it with my wife this weekend. And like I just said, <laughs> listeners, I'm actually getting Jesse's email to make sure I send it to him as a gift for him to watch with Michael.
1: Oh, thank and you. And the soundtrack,
0: get it on Spotify. Like I was listening to it while I was getting my notes together this evening. I was listening to it last night. My wife's like, are you singing in Tagalog? I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> Yes, Not that, I wasn't are. saying I was singing good, but I know
1: I was singing to good. You were singing, you were singing. That's I was all that matters. It, you know? Absolutely. So obviously you would recommend it to me, I right? Would. But who else would you recommend it to? You know
0: what? I when I was doing research, there was a fantastic like interviews with like Eva and the actual director, writer, producer Dan Paragas. And I apologize if I don't say your name right, but I'll put it in the show notes. This topic is current, but really, if you just want a story about a mother and a child. And beautiful music, this picture is for you. Like during this pandemic or whatever, mm. escape a little. Yes, the, the issue, if you strip away the politics of it, this story is about a mother and a daughter and, and sacrifice and finding yourself creatively. And it just had, you know, on the backdrop of Austin, Texas. So wow. yeah, I'm very Sounds excited to beautiful. send it to you. Like it was a really great I can't find. wait to
1: see it. That sounds like an amazing find. Oh my gosh, Sigs. Well, I can't wait to go see it this weekend. So I'm going to definitely see it this weekend. Absolutely. Well, with that said I think you should take us out that's a great taste it, I,
0: well I'm glad and folks if you are listening to this I highly recommend you to either rent it buy it it was only like $9.99 on Apple and 4 dollars mm. rental I'm sure they're going to make it available it did was released in theaters and it did, it's winning some like really great independent film awards please check it out Yellow oh, Rose amazing. Diane Paragas Eva Noblezada. you were going to see more of her if you have any questions concerns or comments, and comments tell me how what you thought of the movie email us at hollowpowellpopculture at gmail.com Tweet us on our Twitter account at Hollow Hollow Pop, and you can reach us on Instagram at
1: Hollow Hollow Pop Culture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Cheltering, and we'll see all of you guys again real soon.
0: I'll
1: stop right there. <laughs> sing it. Sing it. <laughs>